Hey, hair friends, it's Olivia at OMG Artistry, and this is the first ever podcast, the OMG Artistry podcast, aka Social Savvy Stylist. And I'm not going to lie, this will probably be the hardest podcast I ever post. And you know why? Because it's the first. Not to mention, I feel like some of you may know me from Instagram or even possibly YouTube, but the fact of the matter is I want to deep dive a little bit into why it's taken me so long to start a podcast. And what do you think the number one thing that I'm going to say is fear, fear, fear controls us. It takes over us. And that is kind of what I've been feeling. Um, it's hard to talk about yourself, right? Like what is your elevator pitch of like insight into exactly what you do? And for me to actually sit down here and record it in my bedroom, and yes, I'm still in my pajamas as I record this, it started to make me realize like what is holding you back? I've probably been procrastinating this first initial intro podcast for about three months now. And that's the truth. Literally, that is the truth. And there is no reason why I could not have recorded it except for the matter of the fact is that I realized what I was doing today, which was putting things off, aimlessly scrolling on Instagram as we all do. And I said to myself, I said, you know, I have time today. I don't normally have time. Get this done. Our bodies react to fear the same way. It's either fight, flight, or freeze. And sometimes that could be even be like a to-do list that makes us feel like we can't breathe. But usually we land somewhere in between like freeze and flight, which usually manifests to procrastination. And the truth is I have a massive, massive to-do list. So I use something called OneNote where you can actually check off uh, to-do lists, which makes my life so much easier. So it's an app that you can actually get um, on the Apple store or you can get it on the Android store. With that being said, can you guess what my next one would be? Knowledge, like Google, like YouTube, like they are such powerful, powerful tools in order to find out a lot of information online. For the most part, video for me is self-taught. I was in high school and I actually used to do video production. That was my first love before hair and makeup industry. I actually wanted to be a movie producer. And at that point, I went to school, but I was more self-taught than anything. And at that time, there wasn't even like a lot of information and it was just mostly trial and error. And I had to trial and error everything when it came to making videos. And that's the same thing too with nowadays, like even with social media, even with like creating content, taking pictures, like I Google and YouTube everything. So knowledge is definitely number two on my list. But number three was help, like actually asking for help. I'm sure you guys know some people, Corey and Tony, Hair Distry, Your Day Off, which they have an incredible, incredible podcast. And Corey actually walked me through this entire process of how to actually start a podcast. Um, also, hey, Elizabeth Fay, she's uh, with Hair Love Radio, and I absolutely love the way she's mentored me and kind of groomed me to be able to actually talk on a podcast. And also Eric Taylor from The Hair Game. I mean, his interview skills are just absolutely incredible and something I absolutely look up to. My point of telling you this is to ask for help, to reach out to people and just put your ego to the side and say, I am not comprehending this. 
can you at least guide me in a direction? Um, because you can't expect people to just tell you everything and you can't just ask them to, you know, expect of your secrets, but say, hey, listen, I see you're doing something. Could you just guide me in the direction of exactly what you're doing? And I feel like people are more willing to help you when you're looking for a guide rather than the answers. I think you guys would agree with that. How many people have reached out to you and they say, where did you find this? What is your formula for this? What? When they expect something, it's kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa well, wait a minute, like this, this is mine, as opposed to, hey, do you have any more information online as to like, how you really do what you do? Or where'd you buy where you buy? Like, can you send me in a general direction? And I feel like people are more willing to actually help you out then. So it's all about tone. It's all about tone. And let's be honest with you, especially with social media, it's text. So text lacks tone. And that's the case scenario. So make sure you're asking politely and please and thank you will go a really long way. Not to mention if you just have a message that says like, what's your formula? How did you do this? People are most likely going to be like, uh, hi, uh, what's your name? Where did you come from? So just make sure that your tone is proper when you are asking for help and make sure that you are engaging with that person on their social channels rather than just asking for favors. Let's picture this. Could you imagine like somebody just knocking on your door and as soon as you answer, they say, where did you get your fertilizer? No, like they would say, hey, I'm your neighbor. I've been admiring your flowers for a super long time. Would you mind providing me with this information? Question mark. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like you can't just ask somebody for something without just being kind and engaging to them. So with that being said, thank you so much, you know, Corey and Tony and Elizabeth and Eric for just like having me and mentoring me through this entire process of actually creating a podcast. I want to provide more information. I want you to have this information on different channels. As great as it is that I post on my stories about tactics, um, in my captions, on my videos and my pictures, like that's awesome. But there is just so much more information to get out there. So now that I am a little more warmed up on the microphone, this is Olivia at OMG Artistry, and you are listening to the OMG Artistry podcast, aka the social savvy stylist. Do we like that? Is that going to be my intro for every single time? Uh, I'm located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I work at Amanda Lynn & Co., which is actually in Davie, Florida. Uh, we are all individual renters in the salon, so we kind of come and go as we please. But you know what's really nice is that we are in a salon atmosphere and we actually get to communicate with each other. I always call it like the lady barbershop. We always like bust each other's balls all day and we, we talk back and forth and we just we just make fun of each other and it's just like the greatest atmosphere. And then I have my incredible husband. We have been together for over eight years, and tomorrow is actually our three-year anniversary. So we have uh, our two boys, Kyle and Cade, and then we have our puppies, Loki and Kane. I've been doing hair now for legally uh, uh, like eight years, eight years now. I'm 30 years old. I've been shampooing hair since I was 13 years old, and I was a class A assistant from about 13 years old to about 20 years old. So I learned a lot of fundamentals of customer service uh, from a very, very, very young age and the value of an actual dollar. Uh, my mom always worked in salons and she really showed me exactly how to properly fold a towel and how to shampoo hair properly. And my father taught me how to be kind and compassionate 
And they both just taught me how to work really, really hard. After high school, I decided to go to community college in order to go get my business degree in Orlando. And I kind of realized, I mean, I had fun. I had such a great time, but I kind of realized I was like, okay, like I've done this for a year and a half now. I'm ready to just move on to something more. And with video being as my background, like I was always in kind of a creative background, I guess you could say. My mom called me one day and she's like, hey, I I think you need to come home. And I ended up coming home and she's like, you know, we're, we're not doing that great. We're, we're kind of dealing with, uh, certain things. Uh, and believe it or not, this was right around the time that the market had crashed in 2008. And I told her, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get a job. Like I'm going to get everything, um, you know, settled. So you guys don't have to pay for my stuff anymore because they were paying for me to go to college and my room, my board, everything. And she said, well, why don't you go to beauty school? And I said to myself, I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. And my girlfriend had said to me, her name was Alexis. She goes, Olivia, you should go to beauty school. I'll give you like my kit. I'll give you all the answers to the quiz. I'm like, oh, for sure. I'm going to beauty school. But the problem was when I signed up for beauty school, I couldn't afford it. And I told them, I was like, do you guys have financial aid? Signed up for financial aid and didn't get approved. And on paper, my parents made way too much money the year before. And my mom wasn't even working at the same salon anymore that she had been working at. And I told him, I said, listen, I will not let you down. I'm like, this industry is embedded in my blood. And for six weeks, I was banging down their door to get a grant, to get a scholarship, anything. I believe schooling was around like maybe like $10,000. And after six weeks and three days, they ended up giving me a grant. The day she gave me that grant, she said, Olivia, take a quick look around at all the people that are in your class because 50% of them will not graduate. Maybe five of them will actually get a job the statistics were true. 50%, 50% of people that actually go to hair school don't graduate. Like I wanted to be the difference. And that's honestly the reason why I give away all my secrets online because they provided me with a gift of a trade. Like as hairstylists, we can do hair anywhere. It is a trade that we can have for life. I mean, we could go to other sides of the earth and cut hair or dye hair. And I felt like them honoring me with this gift. I would never let them down to always educate and give the best of my knowledge and my abilities to others. That's why I wake up every single day. That's why I decided to pursue a life in the hairstylist world in a different direction that kind of took me into the educational side of everything. And when I found this why out, I was actually at the Modern Salon Digital Summit this October. So it has taken me over eight years to figure out my why. And it was only until I really deep dove into my past that made me realize why I keep moving forward every single day. I feel like your why is extremely important, but not to just have a timestamp on it, but to really understand why you do what you do, what makes you so passionate, because there are some days you're not. 
There are some days you are not passionate and you have to refer back to your why because it shows you that there is light at the tunnel. There's not always light in the middle of the tunnel. And sometimes it's easier to go back to those other jobs when there's no client sitting in your chair that day or nobody's engaging with you online or you're not really building a clientele and you're you're figuring out that, Jesus, like, is this is this the career path for me? Like, is this what was chosen? But your why is what keeps you going every single day. Finding your why helps you to remember why you fell in love with your industry from the beginning because loving your job is an antidote for like human suffering. Can we agree with that? Love worthy jobs are made. They are not found. And as hairstylists, we put out what we want to see in our chair and we want to love our job. And by growing in this industry and start to realize that a lot of your clients probably have similarities to you with your personality. But the truth is, is 50% of the reason why people come to us is because of us. So why are we not showing that on our social media? If you want to know what your social angle is, it's who you are. There is no one in this life like us individually. And that's why about every mm, six months, I take a really, really hard look at what my goals are. And I'd recommend for you to do the same thing and be specific because specific is laser focused and you want to make sure that you are breaking down your goals to a granular level as well as holding yourself accountable. And I feel like that's why really honing in on that six month range is a good way to figure out exactly where you're headed. The four takeaways from this would be to face your fears. Number one, to get educated. Number two, to properly ask for help. Number three, and to figure out your why. Number four. But before you go, one last thing, go to your podcast app and I want you to screenshot this and post it to your stories. Tag me. I want to see who heard the podcast. I want to know what your thought is. And if you guys really like the podcast, please rate it five stars and write a cute little review. And for the record, I'm very happy I faced my fears. Very, very happy. And you should too. Thought for the day.